Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach and author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. We've been talking franchising all this week with Thane Martin. To wrap up this week, we're going to talk about branding and all the different elements of branding you're going to need for your franchise idea. And you got no economies on buying, right? You can't, you can't buy, you know, I mean, like I recently, you know, we're struggling to find cups and lids, you know, and, and serving coffee on my truck. I don't want to have hot cups and cold cups. I want one cup, right? right? So in order to get that one cup, I had to order 10,000 cups. I just had them deliver 10,000 cups to my garage. And now my wife doesn't have a, she doesn't have a spot to park her Audi, right? So she's a little hot with me, but that was the only way I could find consistent cups, right? But if I wanted that same cup with my logo on it, they wanted me to order 50,000 cups, right? right? And I'm like, and, I, and I'm like, I, I, guys, I am not Subway, mm-hmm. right? I, I can't, one, where am I going to put 50,000 cups? And then two, if I put those, if I pay for the 50,000 cups, I won't be in business, you know, that kind of stuff. And that's what, and that's, you know, I'm dealing with that. That's, that's been one of my, you know, biggest challenges but you bring up yeah, a good point. I'm like, as a franchisor you got to have your logo on a lot of different things you know that, oh, costs yeah. money. that branding is really critical right you know and it's like you see a lot of like you know like i you see a lot of people in the food truck business that go you know to somebody somebody's if somebody's going to make you a logo for less than 200 bucks you're getting clip art with a name on it You can't start a franchise with a clip art because here's the other thing. When you go to register that trademark, they're going to start looking at other people's logos and they're going to see that your logo really looks a lot like everybody else's logo and you're not going to be able to get it trademarked, which is what you're paying for when you do the franchise is the branding, Mm -hmm. right? That's so critical today that you have that ability, right? And so you almost have to start, like when I started this truck that I'm starting, I started it from a branding standpoint. Right. I wanted a unique name. I know I could use it nationwide. I wanted to own the domain. And then and then I've started, you know, all of my packaging has logos and stickers on it because I want to create a brand. Right. And if you don't have strong graphics and a strong marketing background, then you look like an amateur, just like everybody else that went to, you know, somebody, you know, food truck training says, I'll do your logo for 50 bucks. Well, right. you know, good luck. That that logo ain't gonna stand the test of time the first time you go to register that thing, right? Because maybe the name's okay, but the colors and the way that you did your logo looks like somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And so now you're they're not gonna allow you to have it, right? Exactly. And so those are all those things that you just don't think about. And you could be down the road and I've already printed cups and I've got all this name and all this branding in market. Oh, wait a minute. So I really don't have a brand. No, you don't. You didn't do your research, mm-hmm. right? You didn't put the money in the right place. And, and, and now you're brand because that's what you're paying for is franchise is a brand. Uh, you're buying a brand, exactly. a name, right? And if you don't, I, I see people in the food truck industry that just kind of amateur the, the branding and the marketing side, right? Yeah. Because a lot of them are coming with a little bit, you know, they don't have much business acumen. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I have a lot of reasons why I'm doing this food truck, but I'm also smart enough to know what I'm getting into. You know what I mean? I still kick myself in the butt every day going, what did I do? But, (laughs) but I'm too far into it now, you know? And I, and I, I feel like I have created something different. It's taken me a while. It's not fast enough for me. I can tell you that right now, Mm -hmm. but I also know that, that if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. You got to do it right. Take your time. 
And yep. sometimes the market will say, it'll, you know, I look at some of these roadblocks and these hurdles that I've had in this business. And then I can look back at those hurdles and those roadblocks and I can say, okay, you know, I was pushing too hard. I should have just let, you know, the nature run its course, so to speak. You know what I mean? And then you can look back and see how that one decision you made rest is now something you're paying the price on later. You wow. know what I mean? That's the other thing you run into. And that's what you find out. That's why before you even franchise a business, you've got to have enough of time and stuff under your belt to be able to go, okay, you know, because let's, let's here's the other thing you, you got to think about competition, right? Mm -hmm. Competition. Who else is coming into this franchise space that can eat up your, your franchise, right? Like I know in my food truck, the people that are making all of my churro pastry products, right? My tacos, my postada shells and all that kind of stuff. I may sign an exclusive non-compete agreement with me because I don't want anybody else to see my truck and go, I'm going to copy what that guy just did. Well, good luck finding the, these four food items because you, right. A, don't have time to fry them and you're not going to get the consistency that you want, right? But I locked it in so nobody can go to that tortilla company, that big company, and make what I'm making. Right. You know what I mean? And I also made them sign that they can't take my idea and sell my food products that came from my intellectual property in their grocery store, right? I made a deal with them and said, look, if I do this and at some point I want to sell Churro Amigo taco shelves right? In a grocery store, I still own the rights to that. You don't get to take my idea and run with it and sell it in your store, right? Those are the things, you know, you got to think about when you're creating something unique, you know, now if I was doing a burger truck, what am I going to do that's unique? What am I going to protect? Right. right? Nothing, right? But in my particular business with what I'm creating, I've got something unique and I, and I made damn sure I protected it because somebody will compete against you. It's like, I will say one franchise I'm impressed with, Domino's. Those guys lost their way and they were getting their asses kicked and their and their pizza tasted like cardboard, you know, and then they've done all this advertising about how they've got a new menu and a new pizza. And I finally tried them out after years of avoiding Domino's. I tried their new pizza and it was awesome. Right. And then I actually got I ordered something and they gave me a free pizza like they said on the commercial. And I'm like, OK, yeah. they actually they actually do that. Right. So now all my friends are like, where are you ordered? And I'm going Domino's. And they're like, Ooh, Domino's. I'm like, no, try it. They're like, it's really good. So look how big they are and look how they got. They lost their way. Right. Yeah. They lost their way. Now, fortunately, they figured it out before it got too bad. But they lost a lot of Domino's franchises because they got fat and happy yep. and they quit paying attention to what consumers were looking for. Right. Just because you franchise the business doesn't mean you go to sleep now. Right. You got to work twice as hard because now you're going to have competition. Yeah. Right. How many of those cookie places open up? Like, you know, um, out here we have this thing called so, uh, so delicious. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of it. It's a, it's an energy drink and then they sell cookies. Well, now there's so delicious. There's so rush. There's, you know, there's all these competitive franchises that are right. going to compete against you. And even though it was your original idea, so you've got to stay ahead of that curve. And a lot of people, like I said, they get asleep at the wheel. I've, I've sold a franchise. I got a great concept. It's wonderful. Well, what are you doing to keep your menu current? Because mm -hmm. your competition is going to be all over you, you know? So it's almost like a game of chess, right? It it's a game of chess. It and is. you got to think about what your strategy is. And, and so people just hop into it. And, you know, I mean, I, I feel like starting a food truck is that way to a lot of people. They don't, they don't take the time to really do the research and see, you know, what it is that I'm creating and, really truly what are the costs and you know how, how many people get in the food truck business and get out of it a month later because it's hard work it is you know i'm getting home at 11 o'clock at night or midnight after that darn you know show and then i gotta go clean that coffee machine at 11 o'clock at night uh, maybe this isn't me
You yeah. know what I mean? And you see that because it looks, I feel like the news and the food truck television shows have glamorized business and make it look like it's just so easy. You know what I mean? You, yeah. a way, it's probably helping you. You're probably getting tons of business and you should because you know what you're doing. But you've probably seen a lot of people getting in this business that have never, ever, ever been in a, anything before, right? Yeah, exactly. I wonder what percentage of food truck, what do you think that is, Bill? What percentage of, do you think people that started food truck that go a year later, two or three years later and the food truck's gone? Like what percentage oh, do you think it is? Over 50%? Well, yeah, I was thinking it was more like about 60. Because, 60% that yeah, get out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, yeah. I really would say it's probably within the first year because there are a lot of people uh-huh. that will buy, you know, like late fall, early winter, preparing for their next spring and they will sell the next winter. Yeah, because they, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I look around the country all the time for used equipment. And that's just one of the things I do in between everything else I do. And I will see the same yeah. truck be for sale multiple times and not for the, <laughs> yeah. seller, not for the yeah. same seller. Yeah, my my the truck I bought was uh, two other trucks before I got it. Right. You know, it was a, it was a it was a barbecue something, and then it was called when pigs fly, and then the last operators took the same business, and then they added uh, they added the name OTG, so it became when pigs fly on the go, and they took it, and then I got the truck, and I I took all that crap off. And right. redid everything you know what i mean but i made the mistake of buying a truck that had a lot more mechanical problems than i thought you know and it's been a nightmare getting it up to up to speed and up to code and i half the equipment that i bought more than half is useless you know just worthless like it's like but i think it's it's interesting because i feel like sometimes the food truck the food truck that you're selling has a little bit of intangible value in it you know what I'm saying? It's like they think because it's a configured truck and everything's in it that like the when I bought my truck, the people said, oh, well, just I know you want to do an ice cream and coffee and churro truck, but but, you know, you could open this tomorrow and sell burgers. In fact, here's here's three three contracts right now that you can right. take now. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. I, I don't want. No, that's not what I'm doing. You know what I mean? But I feel like I paid too much for it because of the fact that it was already configured and a recognized. Because right. in our town, people knew when pigs don't fly. People knew what that truck meant. I was also struggling to find a truck that had, you know, I had specific requirements. I wanted a diesel. I was not buying a gas engine. So I, I wanted a diesel and I wanted a food truck that had the biggest possible generator known to man. Right. right. And then I had to look at a truck that would meet the possibility in my state, right? Like certain window requirements, you know, so I ended up buying a truck through a, a friend, somebody who knew these people. And I made the mistake of because they were a friend of a friend, I didn't do enough due diligence right. and I should have. This has been awesome. You you are a wealth of knowledge. So thank you so well, much. Thank you. Yeah, my yeah. pleasure. You said so many of the things that people need to hear. It's not easy. So I really mm-hmm. appreciate your insight. Thank you. Yeah, no so problem. Much. Happy to. Happy to. And again, I appreciate all that you do, Bill. I mean, in the food truck industry, I've learned a lot. I listen to your 10-minute podcast. You got your stuff figured out. I respect you for sure. Well, well thank you. I just All I'm doing is mm-hmm. just telling people my experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and but I'm you happy. do it in such a way. But you do it like I, I kind of look at like it's funny when I go on your site and I read it. You know, I kind of feel like uh, you're like the proud papa that wants to see everybody succeed, mm-hmm. yeah. but you're not going to let people blow smoke up anybody's butt. Nope. You know what I mean? Because, nope. and that's where most things, you know, fail. But I think that's also why 
people, you know, and I look at what you're trying to accomplish because you're truly trying to help people, you know, I mean, if you make a living at it, great, that's awesome. But I also know that, you know, just from following you and listening to what you write and what you say and what you stand for, there's not a, not a lot of people like that. anymore. Not a lot of people. So I know you're a man of integrity, which is why I'm willing to talk to you and help you where I can. Well, I appreciate that. I really, really do. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful in your food truck business, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. If you guys need a business coach to help you reach your food truck's full potential, just check out all my affordable services. There's a link in the description for that as well. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Come back again tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business.